When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Hollywood, it's dream time. Ladies and gentlemen, the makers of Dream Shampoo are pleased to present the fifth in a series of new programs written by Phil Rapp, produced by Carlton Alsop, and starring Don Amici. Blanche, let me sleep, will you? Danny Thomas. Just let him try and put me out of this phone booth, that's all. And Francis Langford, who sings... Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay My, oh my, what a wonderful day Plenty of sunshine head my way Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay Mr. Bluebird on my shoulder It's the truth, it's actual Everything is satisfactual Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay Wonderful feeling, wonderful day Mr. Bluebird on my shoulder It's the truth, it's actual Everything is satisfactual Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay Wonderful feeling, wonderful day Now, here is your host for the evening, Don Amici. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and good evening. You can come right over here, Gail. I want you to meet Miss Langford. An unexpected pleasure. Thank you. Francis, this is an old school chum of mine, now a distinguished doctor, Dr. Gail Gordon. Not the eminent psychiatrist. You're very kind, Miss Langford. Walk down the hall with us, Francis. I've been terribly worried about Danny Thomas secluding himself in that telephone booth, and I thought Dr. Gordon might be able to help. He's so scared of a mic, he jumps when you say Romanoff. I beg your pardon? That's just a little joke, Doctor. You'll have to steel yourself to a lot of that around here. Uh, wait, wait. On the left-hand side, can you see Danny's face? Hmm, hyperphrenic type. <laughs> Possibly manic-depressive. How long has he been in that catatonic stupor? Uh, just a minute, Gail. You're looking at Carmen Dragon. <laughs> oh, sorry. Seems like a natural mistake to me. If you'll excuse me, I'll go back to my knitting. Did you call me, Don? Carmen, I'd like you to shake hands with Dr. Gordon. This is our musical director, Gail, Carmen Dragon. Mr. Dragon? Mr. Doctor? I mean, Dr. Gordon. <laughs> Doctor's going to have a look at Danny Thomas, Carmen, about his mic fright. Huh? Mr. Dragon, so far as I can determine, there must be some psychological reason above and beyond fear of the microphone that impels Mr. Tompkins to... Uh, with Thomas. Danny Thomas. Yes. <laughs> That impels Mr. Thomas to withdraw from society and spend four weeks in a telephone booth. What's wrong with that? You, uh... 
You think that's normal, Carmen? I don't see anything wrong with it. Well, I'll have to look at you later on. <laughs> what for, Doc? Carmen, uh, Dr. Gordon is a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist? Oh, are you one of those crazy doctors? <laughs> Carmen, go away, go away. Sure. <clears throat> Amazing case. Definitely schizoid. Uh, musician, you say? That's right. Hmm. Wind instrument, no doubt. <laughs> Has a startling effect on the cortex. Notice the shuffling gait, the lackluster eyes. Girls, your hair will never lack luster if you use dream. Toby, why do you keep doing that? Oh, I didn't mean to serve you, Don. Just perusing my dream discourse. Well, just be good enough to do your perusing in the proper place. Honestly, Gail, I've never run into so many weird people Astounding in all... Astounding personality. Pronounced symptoms of huxtamania <laughs> coupled with Goniff's disease. <laughs> I'm delighted that you asked me down here, Don. Well, I'm glad you like it. It's driving me nuts. I can't wait to probe the psyche of that Tompkins lad. Thomas. Danny Thomas. Yes. <laughs> I imagine he'll present a number of facets... Wait a, of wait a minute, Gail. Hmm? There goes that read again. You see him? He's going into the phone booth with Danny. They have some sort of weekly rendezvous. Hmm. Extremely interesting. I wonder if we might eavesdrop. Hmm. Psychiatrist, eh? Say he's a friend of Amici's? That's right, Danny. And if they try anything with you, boy, I'll... Take it easy, Toby. I'll handle it. They think I'm goofy, huh? You're the only sane one around here, Danny. <laughs> Show that doctor a thing or two. I'll give him some of his own medicine. Well, I kind of thought you'd like me to tip you off, you know. Oh, I appreciate it plenty, Toby. And just to show you how grateful I am, well, go ahead, Toby. Right now? Certainly. Read the whole commercial to me. And don't skip a word. Oh, gee, thanks. Move over a little, will you, Danny? Sure. Oh, Toby, that phone's disconnected. Oh, well, what's the difference as long as you hear me? Okay. Hello, girls? Listen. When it's important for you to look your glamorous best, make sure your hair is radiantly clean, lovely to look at, thrilling to touch. Bring out all the romantic beauty of your hair by using Dream Shampoo with hair conditioning action. You see, Dream Shampoo reveals all the loveliness of any girl's hair. Now, that's because Dream is not a soap shampoo and never leaves dingy, dulling film on hair, as all soaps do. Dream dramatizes all the soft, thrilling texture of your hair reveals all its hidden beauty, as much as 33% more luster than any soap shampoo. And Dream does not dry out hair. Instead, its fragrant, freshening whipped cream lather leaves hair soft and smooth and oh, so beautifully behaved. So girls, for lovely, lustrous hair, use Dream Shampoo with hair conditioning action. Use it at home or ask for it in your beauty shop. Buy it at all drug, department, and 10-cent stores. Remember... No other shampoo leaves your hair more lustrous, yet so easy to manage. Dreen, D-R-E-N-E. That's very, very nice, Toby. Hello, Danny. Are we interrupting anything? Oh, not at all. And, Toby, you may run along now, and you needn't worry about your brother's kleptomania. That's easily controlled by mild sedatives and a sharp wrapping on the knuckles with a spiked club. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Danny. And if you have any recurrence of that dream, I'll attempt to break it down. Although I imagine it was pretty broken down to begin with. <laughs> well, goodbye, Toby. Now, what can I do for you, Don? Well, you can come out of that telephone booth and meet Dr. Uh, 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 uh. <clears throat> uh, Mr. Tompkins. Thomas. Thomas, sir. Danny Thomas. Yes. Yes. <laughs> your advice to the young man regarding his brother's affliction leads me to believe you're acquainted with psychiatry. Superficially. However, I do know a great deal about kleptomania. Really? Oh, yes. I had it when it first came out. <laughs> I'd love to steal women's clothing. 
lifted a lady's petticoat when I was knee-high to a bargain counter. Very precocious. Hmm, my first slip. <laughs> now, uh, what's your trouble? Danny, what are you trying to... Donald, do? Donald, please. Now, Mr. Thompson. Tompkins. Thomas. <laughs> now, listen, Danny, this gentleman is a psychiatrist, Dr. Gordon. He's here to help you. Help me? Help me what? Help me get over these terrible phobias you've developed. What phobias? I'm not afraid of anything. Why, you can't even face a microphone. I can, too. But I faint. <laughs> I mean, nobody's perfect. Look at the doctor. He can't even remember my name. Calls me Mr. Tompkins. What's my name, Dr. Gerson? Gordon. See, he thinks my name is Gordon. Danny. His name is Gordon. And why does he think I'm him? Do we look alike? You just called him Gerson. Why? How do I know? I'm all confused. Well, you're in a bad way, Amici. Maybe the doctor should... Stop it, you big oaf. No, no, let's not get hysterical, please. Uh, Mr. Tompkins. Gerson. <laughs> yes. We can approach this problem rationally. Tell me... How long is it that you've been seeing this huge silverfish floating in front of your eyes? Silverfish? I never see any silverfish. Oh, oh, excuse me, I'm thinking of another patient. <laughs> Very interesting case. Chap by the name of Thrip. <laughs> the last two years look, he's been look, seeing Doc, a... Look, Doc, Doc, we've already spread a minute and a half and he's still got a song to do. Move it along, will you? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Thomas, would you submit to analysis? No, no. Give me a little time, that's all. I'll come out of here as soon as I feel strong enough. There's nothing wrong with me, honest. On the contrary, you're in great trouble. Oh, no. You have an obsessive neurosis that's rapidly becoming worse, and unless you submit to treatment, there's no telling what will happen. What? No, Don. Come on out, you coward. He isn't going to hurt you. Drop your inhibitions and let him probe your psyche. I will not. <laughs> Then I'm afraid you'll become a victim of phonophobia, huh? an incurable condition if it isn't caught in the early stages. Oh, no. Yes. That ailment rapidly degenerates into Tittlebat's posture. Oh, no. The prime symptom of Stunk's delusion. No! Will you come out? No, no, go away! Well, it's hopeless. The man's too resistive. Oh, come on, Doc, leave him alone. I hope they take him away in a restraining sheet. How do you like that? Stunk's delusion. <laughs> so that's a psychiatrist. Hmm. Well, I can say anyone who goes to him ought to have his head examined. <laughs> big old, big old, Famichi calls me. I should have said I'm not even married, I should have said. <laughs> then he should have said, what's being married got to do with it? And then I should have said, well, if I'm an oaf, where's my wife? I should have said. <laughs> I'm nuts. <laughs> no, that's what the argument was about. Big psychiatrist. What's so tough about being a psychiatrist? I know psychiatry backwards. I do. Trochiasip. <laughs> that's silly. That's not backwards. That's sideways and upside down. <laughs> I could be the greatest psychiatrist in the world. Sure, why not? It's a free country. I'm a citizen. I can just see me now in my office. Or no, no, no. Demonstrating to a gallery of doctors in Europe. And the eyes of the entire medical world were focused upon the fabulous psychiatrist Dr. Sigmund Thomas as he began the analysis on Misha Amici, demented bass player at the La Scala Opera House in Milan, Italy. <clears throat> now, uh, just relax, senor. Close your eyes. I'm a close. <laughs> uh, what bothers you? Well, you told me I should stop playing the bass fiddle for two weeks. Right. Yesterday, I'm going back to the Opera House and playing a Carmen. Mm. 25 years I play Carmen, but I never did the city opera. 
So I bought for myself a ticket. Uh, go on. You know, in the second act, the way they sing the Toreador song? Yes. For 25 years, I played that the song like this. Boom, 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 boom. What do you think? Hmm. Comes out. I tell I'm losing my mind. Well, just relax. Just relax, senor. You're perfectly safe in my hands. But I'll have to question you before I find the reason for your mental pause. Then I'll tell you what goes on within your mind. But don't be nervous, because it's nothing at all. Do you sew up all your pockets and touch wet electric sockets and cut paper dolls for hour after hour? Do you like to sit on fire and eat razor blades and wire and put sugar in your soup to make it sour? Oh, sure. Do you like to squeeze your finger in a door or in a ringer? Do you wear your sneakers when you're dressing formal? Do you sleep in a deep freezer? Do you think you're Julius Caesar? Oh, yes. You're normal. <laughs> Do you like your teeth to hurt you or your sweetheart to desert you? Would you give a dollar fifty for a nickel? Sure, sure. Do you sleep with all your hats on and your garters and your spats on? And if your barber shaved your nose off, would it tickle? Yes, sure. You think that you're a cricket? Do you like to pay a ticket? Would you walk the ocean here from the Dover? And do you get a cozy feeling when you're lying on the ceiling? Oh, yes. Move over. <laughs> now, I know a way that may sidetrack. This insanity you're on the brink of. Look, I'll say a word. And you answer back with the very first word you think of. For instance, if I say yes, you say no. If I say stop, you say go. All right? Let's start. Okay. We do now. Yeah! You like those two guys. Now, let's start. <clears throat> Up. Lana Turner. What's Lana Turner got to do with it? Nothing. She's the first thing I always think of. Oh. <laughs> okay. Once more now. Old. New. Me. You. Red. Blue. Foot. Shoe. Don't. Spaghetti. Spaghetti? <laughs> what made you think of that? I'm hungry. Oh. All right, let's try again. Horn. Boot. Shirt. Suit. Steel. Loot. Cheer. Root. Kill. Roy. Not kill Roy. <laughs> Don't get the idea. Now, look, you say the words to me, and I'll show you what I mean. Okay. Sylvia Sidney. Huh? Lana Turner's not my type. <laughs> okay, once more. Truth. Lie. Spend. Buy. Cook. Fry. Live. Die. Laugh. Corned beef hash. <laughs> I don't like spaghetti. <laughs> now, let's continue with this analysis. <laughs> Shut that door! Do you like the recreation of a pleasant long vacation? Do you feel good when you get a raise in wages? Now, do you speak when you are talking? Do you move when you are walking? And when you're reading, do you like a book with pages? Do you, do you laugh when things are funny? Do you like a lot of money? Does a brandy after dinner make you lazy? Tell me, do you like to be admired? And do you rest when you are tired? Oh, yeah! Yes. You're crazy. <laughs> if you think you're Julius Caesar, your mind's a hollow shell. Cause I'm Mark Antony, and I know Caesar well. 
Good night, Julia. Francis, I'm glad you left us when you did. Danny behaved horribly. Didn't the doctor help? No, he went home sick. Sing something to cheer me up, will you, honey? I never thought things would reach today. Just swear. the date on the calendar for you, it can always be June and January if your hair sparkles with romantic highlights. And that's why you should make sure that your hair is always at its gleaming, glamorous best by using Dream Shampoo with hair conditioning action. Dream your hair and you reveal all its sparkling natural highlights, all its glorious luster. Dream your hair and glamorize all its soft, thrilling texture. Dream your hair and remove all luster-dulling soap film and unsightly dandruff flakes. And Dreen's fragrant, freshening whipped cream lather leaves your hair silk and soft, sublimely smooth, and oh, so beautifully behaved. Yes, for lovely, lustrous hair, use Dreen Shampoo with hair conditioning action. No other shampoo leaves your hair more lustrous, yet so easy to manage. D-R-E-N-E, Dreen. <laughs> And now Don Amici and Francis Langford as John and Blanche Bickerson with Danny Thomas as Brother Amos in The Honeymoon is Over. 
The Bickersons have retired. As usual, Mrs. Bickerson tosses restlessly while her husband, John, insomniac extraordinary, presents this audible testimony of his constant wakefulness. Listen. matter with you? Hmm? You're making the most frightful noises. What's the matter? What's the matter, Blanche? Are you in pain? I got a terrible headache. I haven't slept a wink. <laughs> You've been sleeping like a felled ox. Shh. Headaches. You wouldn't have such a headache if you didn't take so many cocktails before dinner. Why do you do that, John? Always, always do it. Why? No good to eat on an empty stomach. Put out the lights, Blanche The lights are out But how would you know anyway with that sleep shade on? Well, something's flashing in my head Oh Take an aspirin Okay mm. I feel better already How can you chew those things like that? Wash it down with something All right <clears throat> John Vickerson, you washed it down with bourbon You lied to me, you got the lights on <laughs> to keep them on. Sit up. I want to talk to you. Please, Blanche. I can't sit up. My head will fall off. Why do you always have to talk in the middle of the night? When else can I talk to you? You come home for dinner and bury your head in the paper, never a word out of you, and you tell me you have to go to bed early because you have insomnia. Well, I have. It takes me hours to fall asleep. It took you all of 30 seconds tonight. Well, this was a good night. Good night. John. <laughs> John. Mm. I went over to see the Marvin's new baby this afternoon. It's a beautiful child. Do you know their first one is over a year old? I hope so. <laughs> He's been walking since he was eight months. He must be awful tired. <laughs> I am, too. Children are such a blessing. Mm. It's wonderful to watch them grow up. You'd be surprised how many childless couples are adopting children... I better have another aspirin. <laughs> Boy, well, I got a headache. Mm. John, mm. don't you miss the patter of tiny feet around the house? No, I don't, Blanche. Children are wonderful, all right, but you have to be able to afford them. All this talk of adopting... <laughs> of adopting... <laughs> what the devil is that? What's what? That. Put the lights on. John. Blanche, don't tell me that you went out and... And it's only a dog, silly. I got a little puppy. A dog? What do we need dogs for? Where's the aspirin? Why, what did you get a dog now, for? Now, don't get hysterical. Where is that little beast? I can hear it, but I can't see it. He's right there in the bureau. I've got him in your shirt drawer. You put him in there with my shirt? He won't suffocate. The drawer's open. Blanche, you know I'm allergic to dog hair. Gives me sinus trouble. Where's the aspirin? You're just a big hypochondriac. You imagine those allergies like you do your insomnia. I tell you, I'm allergic to dogs. They make me... You see? Get rid of that thing. He'll whine all night and keep me awake. The man said if you... He'll keep quiet if you give him one of those worm pills. Well, where are they? On the night table by your bed. How do you give a dog... Where? Where? <laughs> 
table by your bed. There's nothing here except the aspirins. The aspirins are in the medicine cabinet. Well, how can they be in the med... Blanche, what have I been eating? No wonder my headache won't go away. Why do you do these things to me? Send for a doctor. Don't Why? carry on so. If they're good for a dog, they won't hurt you. Go to sleep. Go to sleep, she tells me. Here I am dying from dog poisoning. My, my head is splitting. And she knows I'm allergic to dogs. Hides the aspirin and makes... Ah, shut up! I don't know. I get up so early. Never, never get another wink of sleep as... as long as... John. John. Gesundheit. Thanks. I can see how much sleep I'm going to get tonight. We'll have to get rid of the puppy. Well, now you're talking. I want you to take him down to the dog pound. Okay, I'll do it on my way to work. You go in the opposite direction. Well, I'll go out of my way. You say it, but you won't do it. You'd better take him now. What? Go on, get up. Take the puppy to the dog pound. Blanche, are you out of your mind? It's after two in the morning. They're open all night. Go on, get up and take him. Why, I never heard of such a thing. You know, I went to bed with a splitting headache, and I had to take a dozen worm pills to fall asleep. You take the dog to the pound quick enough if Gloria Gooseby asked you to. How do you always manage to work the conversation around to Gloria Gooseby? <laughs> Shut up! Well, if you wouldn't shout so much, maybe the puppy would be able to sleep. Ah, uh, what's the use? Good night. I thought it would be nice to have a little dog, especially when we move into our new apartment. Still have a year to go on this one. Our lease expired Friday. I renewed it yesterday. I canceled it this morning. <laughs> Amos is raffling off the apartment for me. That's a good idea. Amos is what? Amos sold 500 tickets at $2 a piece, and the winner moves into our apartment tomorrow. Oh, Blanche, no. No, I, I don't believe it. We'll, we'll be on the street. Amos said he'll find us a new place in a jiffy. Jiffy? Haven't you heard there's a housing shortage? Where will he find a place? Well, I bought a ticket myself. It's a wonderful chance. Lovely three-room apartment, large kitchen, big closets. It's worth $2, and we might get it. Get it? We got it now! I know, but even if we don't win, we get the $1,000 Amos collected for the rest of the tickets. Look, Blanche... I gave the landlord a $1,200 bonus to renew the lease, so now I'm out $200 and I got no place to live. Sounds like pretty poor business to me. Why do you make such deals? <laughs> now, look, Blanche. The trouble Blanche. with you, John, is that you're too conservative. Look, look Blanche. If you think up some of the deals that Amos has, we might be able to live as nicely as he does. Blanche. He's you... been living at the Biltmore Hotel for a year. He sleeps on a billiard table. <laughs> look out, where's my slippers? What are you going to do? Let me get to that phone. I'll shoot. Out! Put on the lights. The lights are on. Open your eyes. Oh, there's the phone. I know it's going to ring, and I want to be ready when it does. Hello. Excuse me. Is Drop that... dead! <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. That, that wasn't Amos. Oh, but I'll get it, I'll get it. Amos. Hi, Jocko. What are you doing up this time of night? Packing, Amos. Oh. We're moving, haven't you heard? Well, aren't you going to invite me in? I'd like to look the place over. You mean... Yep. I won the raffle. <laughs> Darnest luck I ever saw. Who drew the ticket, Amos? Fair and square. I wouldn't take a chance having some phony draw it, so I drew it myself. <laughs> what a coincidence. Get out of here! What's the matter with you, Jocko? You got $1,000 coming, and if you're worried about a place to live, I'll rent you the garage. You haven't got a car anymore. Get you. out of here before I hit you with a cleaver. Okay, Jocko, you don't have to get sore. And you better give the money back to the people you sold tickets to, or you'll have a lot of explaining to do. Not me, brother. You'll have to do the explaining. I'll tell them you won. Good night, Jocko. 
That guy will wind up on a chain gang as sure as... Was it Amos? Who won? I did. Now, at last, I can go to sleep in my own bed without worrying. No, you can't, dear. The dog's in there. (laughs) Ah, nuts. I'll sleep in the garage. This is Toby Reed reminding you, for lovely, lustrous hair, use Dream. No other shampoo, only Dream shampoo with hair conditioning action, leaves your hair more lustrous, yet so easy to manage. Listen next Sunday for another pleasant half hour with Don Amici, Danny Thomas, Francis Langford, Carmen Dragon, and his orchestra. And now here is... Don Amici wishing you good days, good nights, and good luck until we meet again. Let's all remember the March of Dimes. Everybody's talking about Dreth, the greatest dishwashing discovery in 2,000 years. Dreth, D-R-E-F-T, Dreth, Procter & Gamble's sudsing miracle. It gets dishes so clean they shine, even without wiping. Yes, it makes even glasses sparkle like jewels. Dreth simply can't leave any streaks on dishes the way all soaps do. Why, with Dreth, your nicest glassware positively shines. Dreth is kind to your hands, too. Get Dreth in the bright green package. That's D-R-E-F-T, Dreth. Danny Thomas appeared through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, producers of the Technicolor musical, Till the Clouds Roll By. Danny Thomas's song was written by Jerry Seelan with special music by Carmen Dragon. Ladies, there's still a worldwide shortage of fats and oils that you can help with by saving every drop of your kitchen fats every mealtime. Now that's the way to help get more soap, more fabrics, and other peacetime products sooner. So save those fats. The need is urgent, the reason sound, And dealers now pay more per pound. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.